Reach for the fucking stars. You get to say fuckface all day. That is deep. Sorry, did you say fruit roll-up toilet paper? Because it's very confusing right now. What the fuck is this? Total nuts. And that's a nugget of wisdom. You're listening to May I Elaborate? Daily wisdom from me, J.B. Smooth. Star Week. Have you ever lost something and then had to go to a lost and found? At, say, a, a theater or, or a damn mall or, or a stadium or some shit like that. Even rental car places have a lost and found. Maybe you lost an umbrella or, or, or one damn shoe. Or, or maybe you even lost your, your niece or your damn nephew. I don't know. Maybe your ass is just irresponsible. You already say, they got lost. No, maybe you lost them. <laughs> Knowing you, they should have never trusted their damn kids with you any damn way. Whatever you lost isn't the point. At some point in our lives, we all eventually find ourselves in the damn lost and found bin, waiting to be claimed. <laughs> what do you got to think about that, Miles? And my amazing guest? What do you think about that shit? Do we all find ourselves sitting in that lost and found bin at some damn point? I, I it sounded more like a, a garbage dump than a lost and found. But I'm glad you you mentioned that you had a guest. You, I, you know, when a guest comes over, it's customary to offer hors d'oeuvres or something. I, I felt like you let him in the door and and mm. were on the phone at the time. You know what I did with this metaphor with this brilliant ass uh, cold open? It is I allowed that guest said guest to be fucking found. That's what I did, Miles. <laughs> I allowed him to be found if he wants to be found. Well, uh, and I, I I brought my own snacks anyway. Well, good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hi, hi guys. Hey, hey man. You know, JB, I just uh, I went on a, a vacation with my kids to Mexico about three weeks ago, uh-huh. and I have a giant head. I have like a size eight head, which people at home don't know this, but JB is sitting in his closet in front of approximately 75 hats. Woo! You see this? A 75 hat. At least, at, at least. It looks like a Stetson store. <laughs> it is. It's in, damn near. In his house. Damn near hat boutique. Uh, um, <laughs> but I took, because I, you know, I, I can't wear human hats, so I have to, like, get my own. And I have a big, like, straw sombrero kind of hat that I wear in the sun to protect my delicate skin. Mm. My lily whiteness. Whew. And uh, so you go for a big hat. I go for a big hat to draw uh, attention, even no, more no, so. not to draw attention, just to uh, create as much shade as I can I around see. my large head. Okay. You know what I mean? It wouldn't make sense to wear a pork pie to the beach. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not covering much. I know a no. guy who used to wear a, a, a fucking umbrella for a hat. Those umbrella hats, yeah. Yeah, see, that works. Yeah. That works. And you also get you get airflow underneath, too. Damn right you do. You know what I mean? But uh, I left it on the parking shuttle van. Mm. But when I got back from Mexico, it was waiting for me at the parking place. Oh. Wow. So, see, see, it's a happy story. That's a good-ass story. I imagine many people tried it on and said, no, this must be something that goes in front of a restaurant or something. Yeah, it could this- be an actual hat. This must be a, a hat for Bob's big boy yeah, when right. uh, he's you know, playing oh, oh. like a little schoolgirl or something. Oh, so so anyway. Yeah, you so were I, getting so, to some oh. point. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you. thankfully you did. Oh, all right. He, he will now continue hmm. whether okay. we want it or not. The bus right. keeps going whether you get off or not. I see. So here's what I say. People out there, at one point in your life, you were once useful as fuck to someone. 
So much so that they carried you everywhere until one day that motherfucker just left you somewhere and just decided to never come back for your ass. And, and, and now there you are waiting for someone, anyone to claim your ass. Yeah, that's you in there. You are in the wade pool of life. So here's my advice, people out there. Before I give you my fucking advice, I'm going to give you some pre-advice. Never stick around in a relationship where you or your other partner are no longer useful to each other. And if you ever realize that you are in one of those relationships, make sure to lose their ass before they lose yours. Oh, shit. Don't be sitting around in that goddamn lost and found forever. Yeah. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's a wonderful story. In, in Andy's story, if, if I connected the metaphor, he was left, but then it, it, someone came back for him. It's like a second marriage that with that hat. He, that hat sat there thinking it was all over, and then he came back. So sometimes you sit in Lost and Found and you're reunited with your original uh, user, owner, wearer. Of course. Yeah, or somebody else comes along and just swipes you. Yeah, well, that mm, happens yeah. too. That's true. I believe it's time to actually start the show. Oh! Hi, Miles, and thanks for joining us for a new day of May I Elaborate? Daily Wisdom from J.B. Spoo. Now, each day, we, we normally discuss a quote from a daily calendar to see if J.B. can squeeze even more wisdom and inspiration out of it. But today, J.B. won't be squeezing alone. Oh. No, joining us is a brilliant writer, producer, and actor. You know him for too many memorable comedic roles in TV and film for us to try and list during a 15-minute podcast. I mean, with commercials, it's a lot. Speaking of podcasts, he's currently the host of his own 3Q, The Three Questions with Andy Richter. Oh, and you may also have caught him at some point over the past few decades in his recurring role as Conan O'Brien's hilarious co-host. Please welcome the person I hope to be when I grow up, national treasurer, Andy Richter. Mm-mm-mm. Thank you. That was nice. I wrote that. Oh, that was really nice. And you've got a hat hanging on the wall, I just noticed. I have to. I will get fired. He is nuts with it. Oh, my God. And, and, and I got a hat here for when he comes over here with no goddamn hat. See? His friend made me a hat. Wait, at your house, you have hatless guests the way like a fancy restaurant has that like loner jacket that yeah, doesn't fit? That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. And, and I'm willing to bet I got one that fits your ass too. I'm a size eight. I got you. I got a, you I got really? a size eight up there. Yes, I do. Actually, with baseball caps, actually hip hop has been a real windfall for me because- you know, it's kind of, in, it's a style to wear the hats real big, you know, like kind of over mm-hmm. the tops of your ears. Yep. And so that ends up being like in territory that actually fits me in the intended way, like the MLB way, not the Fred Durst way. Wow. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, right. Fred Durst rocks, the, yeah, he yeah. rocks that baseball cap. Yeah, yeah, he that baseball cap that like goes down halfway down to his earlobes, you know. Yeah. No, it's kind of sits, the, the brim of it kind of sits right on his eyelids. Yeah. Almost. Although now, have you seen him lately? There was just uh, pictures of him lately on the internet, and he looks like Julian Assange. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's just not the Fred Durst we were, you know, we grew up with. Who's who, doing it who for is? the nookie? Who is doing it for the nookie? <laughs> I mean, I know I'm still doing it for the nookie. One hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> now let me ask you something, Andy. All right. Now, I, I know doing a talk show is a grind. 
Yeah, there's it's worse. Oh, Believe no. me, of course there's it's worse. worse. But, but, but after being part of one of the most favorite talk shows <laughs> for so many years, how are you adjusting? And are you taking time off or are you more busy than usual? No, I am, I am uh, less busy. Although the, you know, like the Conan show towards the end there was not taking a long time. You know what I mean? Yep. Before we had the last two weeks where we had audiences, it would take maybe two and a half hours a day, you know? Okay. Um, because it was such a small group of us, no audience, and we would just come in and kind of crank it out. But yeah, but also too, it's like, you know, it was summer when we stopped and my kids are off school. So, so I've been traveling, but I definitely feel now like, okay. I'm home, I'm back from all this traveling, and I'm a guy without a job. Mm. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to get a job. And I, and I, b- believe me, I know how lucky I am, especially in show business. Yeah. Ten years of steady work, nobody gets that. Yeah. No matter what, I mean, the qualifier of, of it is great having work, but when you're really busy, it's hard to think about the next thing because you're so overwhelmed at times to what you're doing. And then when it ends, you're like, oh my goodness, I didn't, I should have thought about these, uh, you know, this downtime and now I have nothing going on and now there's the rush to get things going. So it's these waves that you ride of too busy, not busy, too busy, not busy. So this is a ride. Absolutely right. Yeah. Now, now, now Andy, I know the old friends. You know, yeah. And your podcast is called Three Questions with Andy Richter. What the fuck would Andy ask Andy? How about that? God, what would Andy ask Andy? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is like, why are you still stuck on the shit that you've been stuck on for like uh, ever? Okay. You know, for your whole life. Like things like exercising more, eating better, you know, losing weight, like all this kind, you know, like everybody's like, you should write something, you should write something, you should write something. They've been saying that for my entire life. I mean, when I was in college and I went to film school, I was like, I should be writing screenplays and I should be doing all this. And I have a real hard time. I mean, I have, you know, I've written things, but like, I'm not one of those people, you know, I know it's good for me. I like being creative. I like, you know, I just actually hosted a show at Largo, which is kind of like a new format that I'm going to try out, I think, monthly there called The Follow-Up. Mm. It's basically like a showcase. I come out, I open it, and uh, there's three comics. What happens is after each comic, I come out and I question them about what was in their set. So if they talk about their mother, I'm like, let's talk more about your mother. Or if they're like angry, it's kind of like, hey man, why are you so angry? But I had to do, you know, I did like 15 minutes at the top and I had to sit down and write that, which like, I'm not used to that. I went into improv because there's no, there's no homework with improv. You know, you just show up and do it. I love watching basketball players who move without the ball and know where to be and know where to get it and nail it. I love watching movies where I see an actor like you come on and kill a part and then leave. I respect that so much. It's someone who just has a, you give them something and they just crush it. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you. Yeah. And I, well, I also, you know, haven't, haven't been next to Conan for all those years. I don't want, he goes through so much bullshit that I don't have to do. He has to talk to so many people and go to so many meetings and, you know, that I just was always kind of, you know, like, well, I just, all I, you know, all I had to focus on was making the show. I like that. I like that style more too. I kind of, sometimes it's fun not being uh, a part of every detail. You can focus on the the creative part of shit. Yeah, yeah. 
in between the Tonight Show and the TBS show, there was like, I don't know, 10 months or something where he was like, like because of his deal with NBC, couldn't be on television anywhere. So we went on a tour for like two and a half months or something. And on some of those, you know, a lot of times it was on buses, but on some, you know, there were a couple of times where like the group of us, like the core group of us, which is like 10 to 15 people, depending, you know, like writers and his assistant and some, right, you know, right. some band guys, we'd get on a private plane and, and fly, which is like, you know, I mean, I haven't done that much, but God damn, is that sweet? Uh, (laughs) You know, like there was a bunch of us getting out of a van, walking on the tarmac to this private plane, you know, and there's like two semi trucks full of gear heading somewhere, you know, to do this show. And I was like, I'm so glad that that's not all on me, you know, like that's all on him, like that private plane and all those people. That's all on Conan O'Brien. Yeah. I'm not the kind of person that looks at it and go like, fuck, I want to do that. <laughs> right. I want to have, I want to have 60 people hanging off me, you know, yeah. I just like, uh, no, no, ugh, no, thank yeah. you. <laughs> hey, let's dive into this miles and um, give me that goddamn quote and see what's going on with people out there. Okay. To help people. You know what I'm saying? Andy, we, we, we are going to help these motherfuckers out there. Cause I know some of them, they need this. And they need to hear your story, my story, Miles' story, and, and then we take their story and throw their story in there and mix all that shit up and, and see if we can fix somebody in this group. All right. That's, that was my reaction, too. <laughs> Today's quote comes from the calendar. Keep calm and carry on. Every time you are tempted to react in the same old way, ask if you want to be a prisoner of the past or a pioneer of the future. The past is closed and limited. The future is open and free. And that's by mm. Deepak Chopra. Mm. I love me some Wait, Deepak. What, what was the first part? Like before, you know, like... Every time you are tempted to react in the same old way. Oh, I see. Yeah. Ask if you want to be a prisoner of the past. Right. Or a pioneer of the future. The past is closed and limited. The future is open and free. But what if the mm. same old way works? Well, that's for you to decide. Uh, that's I why, guess. That's why we brought you on. It was, it's right. that quick insight. Oh, I love insight. Uh, it's, it's like you know, it's like it's, it's like when when a, a fly lands on something, and, and and the fly starts to rub his back legs together. You're like, what the fuck is he doing that for? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, we'll ponder oh, that and take a break yeah, and yeah. Uh, come right yeah. back. Welcome back to May I Elaborate, Daily Wisdom from J.B. Smooth. The quote we're looking at today is, every time you're tempted to react in the same old way, ask if you want to be a prisoner of the past or a pioneer of the future. The past is closed and limited. The future is open and free. Gentlemen, on your mark, get set, go. I'm going to read it again, Andy, because I like to to uh, uh, let that shit kind of like, it's kind of like putting on lotion or, or suntan mm-hmm. oil or some shit like that. Or letting the flavor of something rest in your mouth, like savor it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, or or marinating. You know what it's like? Marinating some mm-hmm. shit. I get yes. it. Good. So, so every time you are tempted to react in the same old way, ask if you want to be a prisoner of the past or a pioneer of the future. The past is closed and limited. The future is open and free. Woo! Here's how I'm going to start this off. You ever see a, a, a cracked glass display case with a, with a sign that reads, please do not lean on the glass. Mm-hmm. Now, that image tells a damn story. 
The story of a world filled with dumbass people either don't know any better or just don't care. Now, 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 that is not the first sign that that shop owner had to post about that goddamn glass. You know, he, he's posted several. First, he had a glass case with no sign, and someone broke that. Then he had a, a sign that said, please do not lean on the glass, but without an exclamation point. See, you got to put an <laughs> exclamation point on that shit. But sometimes, Andy, you got to yell in print at people. I get it. I'll tell you one thing that store owner did not realize, Andy. Sometimes you have to put something like, yeah, you, on that damn sign. Yeah, 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 you, at the end. Like, exclamation point, and then, yeah, you. So people know who the fuck that store owner is talking to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. Hey, I was going to get a tattoo with yeah, you on it. See? <laughs> so no matter, like, this no matter means what the fuck you. They, yeah. This means you. This means you. And, and sometimes I add fuck face, because that's my favorite word. <laughs> you know, and, and, and Miles will tell you that. Miles, what's my favorite word, Miles? Yeah, I mean, it's not a word, but yeah. It's a, it's a word. Of course it yeah. is. Fuck face. You know? Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah, it, of course it is. It definitely personalizes it. Yeah, and sometimes it's in my head, and sometimes it's verbal. Mm-hmm. So as you see, Andy, he's he's into it. He's Now, uh, I feel like that was about, here's a, a pattern of behavior. Uh, people leaning on on this glass display case and this, this frustrated store owner. I, I picture just kind of a cartoony guy going, oh, every time it happens. And I just wonder what kind of insurance he has. But I see what you're right. saying there. People are reacting the same way they're being a prisoner of the past or, or the store owner. Yes. A yeah. prisoner of their past. Of their past. Well, and the owner's a prisoner of his past because he's, he's, not, lear- he's not learning very much from it. He's not fixing that thing and putting thicker glass in. There you go. Yeah. Shatterproof. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Or Plex. Plexiglass. But it's still, you still got fuck faces walking in, in there doing fuck face right. stuff. That's, that's what I'm trying to tell right. you. All right. You know what I'm saying? It also might be fun to just put breakaway glass in there. Like, you know, just buy a bunch of breakaway glass and then have people do it every day just so you can, you know. Way to go, asshole. And you get that charge every day when somebody breaks your display case and then you put the glass in again. It's like a, a trap you're laying for them. Yeah. Oh, that's what you said. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like a bear trap and shit. Yeah, yeah. But it's made Just, out of, pes- but yeah, made out of only, glass. But you're not trapping them it, to do anything other than yell at them. So I guess that would only work if, like, you're somebody that really wants to yell at somebody. I would put bear traps call in that motherfucker. And call them fuck face. Yeah. You'd get to say fuck face all day. Yeah. Yeah. You can say fuck face. <laughs> you know? Hey, hey, Andy, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch a movie that you love 90% of, but that fucking... Ending ruins it every time. Yeah. You find yourself staring at the end credits like, what the fuck were they thinking about? And every time you watch it, you just wish the ending would magically change. You know? Like like that damn M. Night Shyamalan movie Signs. You see that movie Signs? Oh, shit. It's a good fucking movie. They spend most of the goddamn movie setting up the damn drama and focusing all the attention on a devastating alien attack. Now, I mean, these motherfuckers seemed invincible until we find out their fucking weakness. Some damn water. Yeah. See? Now, why the fuck would beings who must be scared as fuck of some water fly to a planet that is like all water? I say damn near 70%. We don't know exactly how much it is to the percentage exactly, but it's damn near 70%. When you say we, do you mean the three of us or or scientists and experts? Oh, uh, uh, Mr. Richter. Looked it up and is showing us. What's, what's the, the actual? 71%. So now we all know. Damn. 
And now we all know it's seventy one percent water. And the oceans hold about ninety six point five percent of all Earth's water. Holy shit, man! So wait a minute. Let me get this shit right now, Andy. Are they counting the bottles of spring water in, in Costco? Is that what you're talking about right now? So, They're yeah. counting other water. The other water, water that, that we that, can drink is only 3.5% of the, of the water on Earth. So these what about are, the water we carry in ourselves? Aren't we mostly water? Do, you're bringing Do we yeah. count in the content of water? Yeah, but I don't think they're counting that. Are, are they counting pools and or shit? Or what about inside melons or uh, tomatoes? Oh, yeah. Mm. Hey, well, let yeah. me ask you. You brought up signs, you brought up the movie because you're saying, I'm imagining you're saying that there's an, a movie that you like and it's stuck with a particular story where you wish it would change the ending and it won't change. And that, once again, seems to be this pattern. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. That would be like seeing a vampire at an uh, Italian restaurant eating some pasta with sauce and, and sopping that shit up with a piece of garlic bread knowing goddamn well uh, vampires are allergic to Fucking garlic. It, it, it fucks them up. Yeah. Now, what is he thinking? Hey, Andy, you, you want to know the best way to survive a vampire attack? Mm-mm. Yeah, just if that motherfucker's about to bite you, you pull out a piece of garlic bread and, and start going to town on that shit. You, you fuck that garlic bread up. Mm, yum, 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 yum. Mm-hmm. You know? And you are there eating it and making that piece of regular-ass garlic bread look scrumptious. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, he's going to want some of that shit. But you say no. Make that piece of garlic bread seem like the bomb. Like, this is the greatest shit on fucking earth. Yeah. And, and, and then when he's like, I'm the prince of dark, I'm the prince of darkness. I command you to give that to me. That's when you got his ass. Right. That's when you give it to him. And, and now that bomb ass garlic bread is a, is, is a literal bomb for his ass. See, right. Yeah. See that? A bomb can mean two different things, depending on how you use it. Oh, so you're, you think you're like trying to lure him into eating the garlic bread. And then it's like, yeah. t- so he's taking poison, sort of. Yeah, very few people can resist right. fucking garlic bread. Right, right. It just is what it oh, is. Yeah. Even people who know it's bad for them. Sure. It smells delicious. But you would think a vampire <laughs> would recognize, what is that? Uh, I, I get, I'm getting some cumin, I'm getting some pepper. Is that garlic? You think right, you would right. pick up the garlic. But well, you just tell him, oh, it's Texas toast. You Texas know that house, steakhouses, oh, they call yeah. Texas yeah. toast. And he'll be like, oh, okay, it's not garlic bread. But yeah. then he'll eat it and be like, you fucking lied to me. Ah. You lied to me. You lied to me. And, and, and I'm sure he would call you a fuck face. Yeah. I'm fuck positive. Face. Fuck face. Fuck face. You, fuck you face. lied to you me, fuck face. Fuck face. Um, also, I just occurred, I never thought of this before, but another good thing, and you wouldn't have, it wouldn't require any food prep, really, would be dangly garlic clove earrings. Oh, because when nice. he goes yeah. into your neck, it's like you know, yeah, you, you know, yep. yeah. It's like there. It's like putting a little piece of kryptonite in front of him, and you, you know, he's oh, Superman man. just can't like you can't really get in there to get it because you've got this dangling garlic clove. That's yeah, goddamn dangling garlic More clove. More of an eighties accessory, though. I, I don't see people wearing that now, but definitely yeah, in the eighties, no. you would have been, you could have gotten away with that and been very safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else you got, JB? No, no, no. Here's what I want to say. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong uh, with visiting the past. But like the quote says, prisoner of the past, that's the dangerous part. The prisoner of the past part, that's the dangerous part. It, it can be frustrating, disappointing, you know. On the other hand, sometimes the past, Andy, can be sexy as hell. You know, got you fantasizing, r- romanticizing, reminiscing. Man, I, I love my zing words. But be careful. Wait, I'm sorry. You, you, 
you said you said zing words. You think they weren't three zing words. Fantasizing, romanticizing, and reminiscing is not. There's no z, and there's definitely not a z. It's a z. Remembers it's z. And all, that's how. That's how the fuck I say it, Miles. No. I, that's how I say it. You see how you say it. This ain't no goddamn spelling bee, Miles. Reminiscing. Reminiscing. Zing. Yeah. It's a zing. And remember zing. Okay. But be careful. That could just be the past setting a trap to catch your ass. Mm. Like, for example, Andy, and everybody out there listening to the show, don't you step out on your current partner because you remember your previous partner being so damn wonderful. Keep in mind, your ass is broke up for a reason. Don't remember Zing that perfect day when y'all took a ride up the coast to go, on, go to your favorite restaurant hmm? with the top down in your convertible to enjoy the weather. It was fucking beautiful. Instead, remember Zing, the ride your ass took back down that coast alone with your goddamn top down in the rain because she took a pair of scissors to your goddamn convertible top because she thought you were flirting with the goddamn waitress. See how she hit the fan that quick? Yeah. Don't get your ass wet and imprisoned in, in that goddamn 2004 Chrysler Sebring. You know, I love, man, I know you love that car, but based on this quote, you might as well call the goddamn insurance company and, and put in a quote. Hey, uh, and if you don't mind, normally um, I would like play the uh, insurance rep uh, in a little vignette, um, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like you're here. And, All right. And uh, so, I, I, you know, he's probably going to call you now and, you know, be the rep if you can. If you need help, okay. I'm the manager, sure, sure. but I, I don't I'm like here. to work. Okay. I understand. Okay. Hello. Hello. Oh, uh, hi there. Uh, this is uh, Allied Insurance. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, uh, how you doing? I'm likely to put in policy number 444-735-521. Okay. Uh, okay, here this, we this go. Is, this is crazy. So, this is crazy. So what, uh, what, what's going on? What's going on, Mr. So, uh, Mr. Smooth? I have a 2004 Chrysler Sebring. Um, nice. I've called about this car before. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just put. I'm just put another another quote in. Um, um, I've called. As you can see, my policy has. Uh, oh man, mm-hmm. key scratches. That's one. And you guys, I had to call a quote in to get the car repainted. Oh, sugar in the tank. That's another thing mm-hmm. I called you guys about because it ruined the damn engine. And now I have a damaged convertible top. Uh, I want to put the quote in. Uh, to get all this taken care of, because this is crazy. Okay. This is just out of control. Uh, just based on the damage, uh, Mr. Smoove, uh, we've paid out a fair amount uh, to, to offset the damages that have been done to this car already. But uh, to going forward, we're going to need to make you take a, a flirting test, because it sounds like uh, you're being far too flirty. Uh, usually keying, sugar in the tank, uh, sliced uh, uh, rag tops. Those are right. from, you know, flirting-related incidents. But yeah, but it, it, I'm a, I just want to make sure we got the right things. You got the tire slashing, you got the window smashing. Okay, you got that uh, The too. upholstery yeah. soiling right. and, and, and the dashboard yep. uh, gouging. Those are all uh, fall into the category of bad boyfriend damage. Is that something I could claim? Or is that something I could claim? No. Or is that something that I have to overlook? Like is that something I have to... Like I said, there's some. There's a test you're going to have to take, and it may... If you are uh, found out to be a bad boyfriend, uh, you may have to pay higher rates. Can I get full coverage instead of just liability? Is is, is that what's throwing it off a little bit, is the liability? It's, it's just we're going to need more money, because frankly, I mean, we've already paid for this Sebring three times just because of your uh, inability to keep it in your pants. 
And I didn't even call you guys about the cola. She poured cola on the on the hood of the car. Hello, and, uh, and, Chandler. This is and, uh, Mr. Davis. Uh, if that's Mr. Smooth. Please just hang up on him, please. Oh, okay. Is this a supervisor? Yeah. Can you can you put the supervisor please, on the phone? Please stop calling. You're can not talking with us. You, can I talk to you again? No. Yeah. Go do your podcast. The paint. Baby Smooth. Go, okay. go finish your podcast. Okay. And that was a scene. Yeah. Uh, so here, let's get to the let's get back to the quote and JB wrap this thing up. Um, as, as I feel like the car was totaled a while ago, and yeah. we're just kind of uh, waiting by the roadside. I, right. Here's the quote: Every time you're tempted to react in the same old way, ask if you want to be a prisoner of the past or a pioneer of the future. The past is closed and limited. The future is open and free. You have talked about the past. You've talked about changing. Hmm. That the past is closed and limited. Can it be open and free? Can you be a pioneer of the future? I think that's the only thing left for you to to explore. And then let's end this thing. See, to everybody out there, the past is filled with shit that's already been done already. That shit you can't go back and do. You know, I'm talking about the good and the bad, the smart and the dumb. If you choose to visit it sometimes, just be aware that there are some things worth repeating. Some things are worth learning from and some things best kept in the fucking past. Now, advice is this. Get yourself a horse and a wagon, some supplies, wheat and grain and shit, and you head west. Be a pioneer of your own damn future. That was nice. <gasps> yeah. And we should end on that. Close okay. out with some cowboy music under that. That'd be nice. Play that shit underneath. Well, let's ride off into the sunset. Thanks for joining us in another episode of May I Elaborate? Daily Wisdom oh, from J.B. Smooth. I want to give a special thanks to Workman <laughs> Publishing for letting us borrow from the <laughs> calendar, keep calm, and carry on. And I want to give an even special thanks to the funny and amazing Andy Richter. We're so grateful for you for closing out Reach for the Stars Week. And it was a total delight to have you here. Once again, I'm Miles, and he's... J.B. Smooth. And, and, and we get one of those pans and shit and, and that you shuffle and you, and you find the gold nuggets in that bitch. Ooh, I would love to find some gold nuggets. I think I'm going to go get some chicken nuggets. Ooh, see that? Yay.